you say in uh, scoring in your song you say that's why i got my circle tight which i think is is you know it's an amazing thing to have people around you who go and they say i'll take you as an example they go and they say yeah mikano man he's onto something how important is it to have such people yeah uh, i mean like my circle is really you know when i'm saying like dolphins dolphins is really like the the like that's like the the name of our you know our crew kind of they're the, they're the first ones who kind of pushed me to keep on keep on going and you know every time i got an idea about a song and stuff you know they helping me out on everything you know for free you know it's like my brothers for real you know it's like those are the same guys who if they don't f- with a song they just going to be like okay man this is this is whack like the nobody's famous podcast and we're three two one all right guys and we are back on the nobody's famous podcast we have such an amazing show for you guys today my guest today is the one and the only personal fan <laughs> personal fan here mikano how's it going buddy uh nice to meet you bro i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm super good how are you doing I'm doing good man I'm doing good I want to say thank you for coming on the show I want to I want to read your Spotify uh bio back to you mm-hmm. see what what it sounds like when somebody else is is, is yeah, like I don't, <laughs> I don't so, remember the last time I edited this uh, this bio but it's okay <laughs> Yeah you you tell me where the mistakes are then if there's any so, <laughs> Let's see So um a Franco-Cameroonian rapper of 26 years old Mikano has been yeah. lucky enough to visit the four corners of the world during the first part of his life. He grew up in cities as diverse as Abu Dhabi or Cairo, where he discovers life but also music. Mikano's music is made for those who love Frank Ocean, Blood Orange or Kid Cudi. So many influence so many influences that the rapper has digested and diluted with subtlety. He's been able to make something that sounds like it has never been heard before, something completely new. Mikano's sound is intimate, deep, juggling lightness and strength. He's taking the listener from from one extreme to another. From a song tinged with the sweetness and fantasy to a title inflated with energy and raw power, served by an impeccable flow. Like <laughs> if we're going to go into I didn't write this, but I don't know who wrote this, but like this is amazing. <laughs> This is amazing. Wow. Okay, that's the first mystery then. That's the first mystery <laughs> that, that needs to be solved. But 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 is it accurate then? Is it accurate? Uh yeah, like for the most part, uh for the most part, yeah. Uh uh I mean because uh, Frank Ocean obviously like is one of my my favorite artists ever with Cudi, Kid Cudi, so I'm I'm super influenced by them. So it makes sense it really makes sense and um they they had a third artist i don't know blood orange blood orange blood orange like that i don't really understand but i was i like blood orange you know i i really appreciate his music but it's i don't think we make the same <laughs> the same mu- music maybe because of, maybe because of um the intimacy maybe i don't know Okay, awesome. awesome. But yeah, it's pretty true. Like I lived in Abu Dhabi, uh, which was like one of my best 
one of my best years ever because like people were so welcoming over there. You didn't have no, uh, nobody was judging, you know, the music that you were listening and, you know, the religion and skin color and anything. So it re really was like the first country where I didn't feel, I didn't feel this pressure of, of like being black or, you know, or being like, just like, you know, if people love like heavy metal and it could hang out with people that who love like techno music and also people who loved rap and, you know, so it was no differences like that. And we were super young. It was at a young age where, you, you know, usually, you know, in other side of the world, like at this age, you're super like judgmental of like other people. So it was yeah. really amazing. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that because also um, here, like in Abu Dhabi, there's a lot of different musical styles or a lot of nationalities that listen to different types of music. So they yeah. all clash in the same place. And I feel mm -hmm. maybe you're mentioning that because other places you may have experienced maybe a different reaction towards your music. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. I, I, I want to start off, um, first of all, by saying like our show comes through Jay Keen. He's the one who connected us. Yeah, shout uh, out to Jay Keen. Shout out to Jay Keen. Yes, yes. <laughs> And, and, and I want to talk about your, your collaborations with him. And, and, and he's the one who connected us, which is awesome. And, and he was yeah. the first show we officially ever released on the Nobody's Famous podcast. He was okay. he's officially episode one. And, you know, he's he, the OG. He's the OG. He's the OG. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and it was it's such an awesome show where he rapped as well. And we talked about his music. And yeah. earlier this year, he told me, I want to start with this. Earlier this yeah. year, he told me about you. And this was, this was in March. And he told me about your, your new EP and specifically When It Rains Glitter, the song. And, yeah. and I wanted to start with this song because it's, it's, uh, I'm always listening to it. And, and the, you know, just a, a while back, I shared it with someone. I told him, you need to listen to how this song sounds because it's so, it's so mellow, so different in the way that the tunes are. And, and I was, when I saw it for the first time, I mean, I was lucky to experience the video clip at the same time, because I think that was your intention. I think your intention was hopefully people will listen to it while watching the the, the video yeah. because I think it gives exactly. a very different yeah. message so I was lucky yeah. to do that so I have so many questions about when it rains glitter and right. I don't know where to begin but let's well, let's start by you know um, why did you decide to split it into two parts alright um, um, let's go with that first uh, uh, why because uh, at first at first um, I was with, uh, you know, one of my friends, uh, the producer who made the beat like Sutus. And, uh, and, and we had the first part only. And I don't know, it was like a happy type of song, you know? And, uh, and, and I had like a heartbreak at the same, at the same time. So I kind of felt like this song needed like another, mm -hmm. like another part, like a, I mean, more sad kind of part, you know? And, and, you know, I didn't know back then, like I, I just had the first part and I didn't know how could I continue the song, you know? We just had this idea of like the piano and everything. And basically it was just one day uh, I was at home and I was just by myself. And, um, you know, I decided to just like let go like everything and I didn't write the second part. So it was like basically 
for like maybe the first uh, 30 to 40 seconds of this, the second part is basically like a freestyle and I kept it. And then, you know, I added the melodies, I did the harmonies and, and after like, just after that. And, and it, this song honestly is like the, my favorite song in the, in the Melting Balloons because, you know, it's like super, a super raw feeling, you know, super, super yeah. raw. And, um, and uh, it had like a double sense in a way because, you know, it had, you know, the, this first sense of like, everything is amazing, you know, everything is naive and all that. And the more you experience life, the more you go through life and the more you, you realize that, you know, being naive is cool, but at the same time, it could be, you know, it could be something that puts you in a bad position some, somehow. So, you know, it's important to have this naive part, but also to have this, uh, this sad kind of thing, like make, that makes you realize that, you know, life is not always like, you know, how it's supposed to go. And, um, and that's why like this song basically represents this. So I'm super happy because it, I was, it was really a, at the time, the time that I did this, I really needed a song like this, you know? So I really needed to have this in my life. So I'm really proud of this one. So it's really, it's amazing that you guys like, like love this song because I, I honestly felt like this song was not going to be like, you know, love the way I wanted to. But people really received it pretty well. So, no, I I'm think uh, I think it's awesome because you don't you don't um, you show the let's say the bad side of life, and I think you're not afraid to show that. I think that's that's what's awesome about it. And and you know, I've listened to I I love part one, so I always listen to part one. But then mm. I also listen to the full version, which has both. And mm -hmm. and and I think I think it's great that you don't shy away from showing the bad side. Because it, this takes me to my my other question is when you watch the video clip, you have yeah. these kids who are playing with you know with with all the glitter and the video clip is super random. I need an explanation, <laughs> and and what I like about it, I just what I like is is that it's random, and I guess maybe the lyrics in a way are random because you want people to focus on the melody. So when you yeah. watch the video clip, you go yeah. like what's up with these kids what's up with these two guys standing in in the water and then it's it's just so it's super random and then there's a, there's random, a van yeah. yeah there's a van that's flipped over and yeah. like but what i like also about it is the way that it's shot because it's so detailed as in like the close-ups yeah. are so detailed like i can see you know your mustache like hairs yeah and i can see yeah, I yeah. can see like the, the the girls the hair on her face, mm -hmm, and I just mm -hmm. like the whole thing about it. Every time I watch it, I'm mesmerized, and I don't listen to like I don't listen to Thank the you, lyrics. I'm just I'm mesmerized by the 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 detail that you've put in it. So so maybe maybe just uh, clear this co confusion that I have with with the with the with the video clip. <laughs> no, it's like it's like. I mean, it's kind of supposed. It's kind of supposed to be random in a way, because uh, it, it was kind of like the DNA of the whole project. It's like random feelings, you know, that everybody experiences. But at the end of the day, like we all go through the same stuff, and you know, our our own life is random. So like, the lyrics have to be like random, kind of in a way, not necessarily uh, uh, talk about a specific theme, you know. But it was like. Uh, the 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 um, I mean the 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 video, rains glitter, um 
it was different type of uh, affection, you know? It was like the the part when you're kids. Uh, it was also the part when you, when you have your girlfriend, the part when you're with your buddy and, and stuff like that. And, uh, and basically it's all types of relationships, you know? All types of relationships, but speaking about the same stuff, you know, you see, you see people, you see people in, on the in the first part. You see that they, you know, you have bright colors. You have all these kids looking at, you know, looking at the sky, being that, being happy, and all that. And like the second part is super, is completely different. You 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 having them like uh, with uh, with glasses on, but glasses on with the like a super dark sky. You also have, um, you know, this couple who, who seems super sad now, you know, you have these guys with masks on with no emotions left, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's like the double side, you know, it's like the other side of life. And, and as well, like, it's not meant for people to really understand fully, you know, what's really going on in the video, but the, the, the general, general theme is supposed to be understood by just, you know, knowing that you can stay naive in your entire life, you know? I think and that's a very uh, powerful statement, um, honestly. And, and, and the way when you're explaining it kind of shows that it's not super random uh, in the end. There is there is yeah. kind of, there is a kind of some direction to so. it. No, no, I think I think it's uh, it's cool. I mean, I, I really love the the beat and even the way that it starts and how your voice sets in with the melody. And mm -hmm. I mean, especially with part one for me, like I wish there was another verse because I know that it's like, it's, it's like two choruses and I wish there was a third because well, yeah. the, especially when the second part, when there was a beat dropping and your head moves and you go, imagine this part. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. <laughs> that was the part that kind of hooked me the most to the song. Mm. Um, yeah, thank you. Because of I the way that. that you know the whole vibe that you were in, and you were just standing mm -hmm. with a turtleneck, with a turtleneck, mm -hmm. just standing <laughs> so random, and then you just yeah. So I think it's I think it's awesome. Um, I think it's awesome, and and I want to get into the the EP a little bit later. Um, okay. But that was that was kind of my my foray into your music, and I want to I want to talk about just a bit of how kind of your music started. I mean. What was it like growing in Abu Dhabi, and then how does it compare to to Cairo? And then we'll talk about Cameroon after uh, that. Um, I mean, Abu Dhabi was uh, the. Um, I mean, Abu Dhabi. I was like around eleven or twelve, and um, like I said, like earlier, it was super dope because people were not judgmental. They were not judging. Um, you actually could be like yourself, fully. So it left like a huge uh, space for for creativity. You know, people were like dancing, trying all types of uh, of new dances, and you know, uh, you had like some people started starting to rap at, at like twelve. You know, in all types of languages. Uh, you had people like drawing. Back then, I was drawing, and uh, I mean, it was just this feeling of ear with people coming from like different, you know, horizons. And they actually share the same, the same passions and like the same, we, they're, they're just only focused on that, you know, what's best for them. And 
the difference with Cairo maybe is because you know I didn't stay that long in Cairo, maybe like ten months, same to at ten months, and like the and you know I, I was in Cairo during the uprising. You know I was supposed to I was supposed to stay there for like three years, but because of that, like we stayed just like ten months, and I got back to I got back to Paris. And that's the only yeah. difference, right? And that's basically the only difference. So I I can't I can't say that. I really experienced like the, the Cairo life that much, but enough to to meet my my best friends, you know, because two of my best super close 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 friends, they're from uh, Cairo, and like they live in Paris now as well. Okay, awesome. I I think uh, you know that you know with Cairo that must have been probably the, the you know that's the reason or at least that the objective that you came out at least with those. All those people by your side and and that is kind of the connection that you make but but um so then was how we say like was yaounde did that influence your music or you were still were you just younger at the time it wasn't the, the start uh, of your uh i i never i didn't i, I uh, in cameroon i didn't i didn't live in uh in yaounde i lived in douala but I was I was born in Paris and like I stayed four years in uh like right after I was born we we got back to Cameroon for like four years and it was in Douala and and uh honestly I don't remember it's just I just remember the the times where I I went back on holidays during holidays you know for like uh you know two months two months and it, it was basically every year every year and um. And Cameroon is different because you have all your family over there, and you actually feel like home. You know, like the, you know, the the weather, the food. You know, you know the the like family, like people outside. You know, the fact that you know it's also Africa, so it's super hot, so you never wearing anything. You know, you actually feel like free there. It's home. You know, so it's completely different. When I go there, it's really. To see the family and just to focus on you know what's really important you know i don't make music when i'm mm -hmm. when i'm there you know i'm just go to i just go see the family the friends and all that i'm not even thinking about music when i go there you know but uh but it's different it's it's, uh, it's completely different like cameroon is i mean it's different from all the the other countries where like i feel like my creativity is like boosted over mm -hmm. there it's just like I'm I'm just taking a break, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's good to, that you have that. Uh, I just wanted to know if, in a way, that kind of like influenced your music. But it's good that you have a, like a, like a base that you can go to where you can just really switch off. Because I can I can imagine also to you know we've said that on the show before and just in general. I think to be always on and creating is it's maybe good for some people but it's not always it's not always good because yeah, you want to yeah and it's not always yeah for sure and and so with your music did like i was reading a bit about you and and it said like did you i want to say you you you, you talked about how you learned everything you know you learned to edit you learned to make the music all by yourself you've done all of that, all of that stuff but when you were starting out with music when you were writing, did you make a conscious decision and say, I want to pursue this? Or you just looked at the music and you're like, this makes sense. 
Um, it was progressive. Uh, at first, I wanted to. At first, I I just I was just writing stuff, and um, I don't know. It came to I came to a point where I was saying so much stuff about myself, while I, while I was writing, that you know I've, it became kind of like a drug to just you know write and write and write. And one day, like, where met this one of my one of my best friends, like he booked a session for me, you know, um, without even me knowing he booked the session, and uh, and I got there and I just like laid a couple of tracks, a couple of things that I wrote, and uh, and it sounded like really, it sounded good, you know, the voice was there, like the you know I don't know, I really enjoyed this, you know, and and from that moment. Uh, is actually when I thought, okay, now this is cool, but next time I'm going to try to do better. And like the next time and the next time and the next time, oh, now I'm going to start singing. Oh, now, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to buy this keyboard so I can like, you know, I can, I had some melodies when I want. And, you know, at the end, you just sitting here with, you know, 10, 20 songs. It's like, oh man, that's, that's a project right there. So like, just, let's just, Put these five songs out and uh, like just see the feedbacks and all that and then you receive like the feedbacks and you're like oh man so so it's really good so let's go let's keep going and up uh, and then like you start building building like new ideas and like new ambitions and new goals and and you know you just realize after like uh, four years that you're like deep in that <laughs> you know you know, uh, I think like, it I, was not, yeah, yeah, that's really good, man. That's really good because I think with with um, maybe the general feeling, especially with mu music these days, is people think that it's an overnight success or overnight you're gonna you know you're gonna come out with this hit or overnight this song right. is gonna come out. They don't realize maybe um, that a lot of a lot of the times you know, somebody else might have pushed you or you write some music, it doesn't sound yeah. right. Uh, and it, it, it sounds really bad. You need to try something else and you need to push and exactly. push and push. Exactly. Like you got, some, like you got my, like, yeah, my best friends, like sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm playing them some songs and they're just like, nah, that's, that's whack. And you should try this, 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 and that because this, this is whack, you know? And like, they're not afraid to tell you mm -hmm. that, you know? So you got, you know, it's not it's not because like you release like everything you release, of course it's gonna have like a certain type of quality, but it's not like we're not superhumans, you know, it's just you know, it's work at the end of the day. Like you you know, during the process it's a lot of shit that you're doing and as I say it's also like good work that you're doing, so you might as well release that, you know. It's just a it's a process and like people don't see the process but it's not it's not it's not a it's not a bad thing you know it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not yeah, yeah people see the people see the the result only and they think mm -hmm. that there was nothing there uh, either there's nothing behind it or you just did a hit and and there's no misses that there were that came because of that hit um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's there's tough. plenty plenty misses like plenty plenty like i'm 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 missing a lot like because I, sometimes i'm working like you know, I can do four, I can spend like four nights in the studio, you know, not stopping, sleeping for like three hours per night. 
and and it's a lot of message, you know, a lot of songs that you just you just put to the put to the trash and stuff, you know. But it's a process at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm glad you say that because I think um, if we can relate for us on the show, it's the same. Um, there's mm -hmm. many times where I call and I do a show and I say maybe I could have been better or you know, with my co-founder, Alex, we look and we say, uh, maybe, maybe that question, we could have changed that question, or maybe we could have done yeah, something yeah. else. It's, it's, it's always the case. And I think, um, mm -hmm. I'm glad that you mentioned that or coming, coming from the current success that you're, you know, you're going through as well. It, it's really important to, to keep in mind the, that, that difference. Um, I wanted to ask also as well, like, your did you like did your music have an inflection point like with were you like inspired by um, i mean i've read this might be wrong if we read the bio was different but i mean like were you inspired by okay obviously kanye and kid cuddy can you say those made an inflection point in your music like did you you have a style yeah and, yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah uh, um my uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like i was a fan of kanye you know i was a super huge fan like, i'm still a fan and Cuddy, but like this, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was really like one of the albums. You know, one of the albums you listen you listen to, and like you started to cry. You know, I cried on this one because it was like many, way too many images that I was receiving by listening to the music, and and it was at a time where I was also focused on this writing stuff, and you know, I. I and Kanye was a rapper back then. And like the thing, the the, pro, the project that he dropped was something way bigger than rap, you know, way mm -hmm. bigger. And I think it influenced me to just at this at this moment to like, uh, you know, listen to other genres, you know, but really like listen and pay close attention to the lyrics, to the cadences, to like the instruments they were putting in, in, in those tracks, because like, Basically, like my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was the proof that this guy was not just listening to one genre. He was listening to basically everything, you know, and it resulted, the result was just that the album was perfect because, you know, everybody from like any genre could just relate to this, this album. And Cuddy, so it was like global, it's like the vision were like super global. And that's what I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to do like with my songs, you know, without being like super like commercial, you know, with just being like super accessible to the the whole world because you know there there was a feeling that everybody related to, you know. But Cuddy, it was different. Cuddy was like you know this, his ability, like the melodies that Cuddy was using, was just so touching, touching, you know. Like the guy could basically, you know, there's plenty memes about him, like about his uh, hummings, like, mm -hmm. and, but this was, this is, I mean, people who don't listen to Cuddy, like they can't, they cannot understand this. Like his melodies were really touching, like crazy. And it was deep. And it, it was also like, you know, with his lyrics, you actually felt that you had like a big brother, you know, speaking to you, like, you know, because I didn't grow up with any, like any brothers, you know, I have a little brother, you know, but, a big one, I don't have one. And like Cuddy sometimes, like he was giving advices and it was like the first, one of the first rappers I heard speaking about, you know, mental illness, mental issues, and you know, about all these, you know, uh, there's like this interview of him that's like, you know, basically 
on the internet like right now, but it's an interview from, from back then. But he was saying that, you know, all this, those jewelries and all those, those stupid stuff, like, you know, that shit don't make you cool no more. Like, you know, and it was really the message that Cuddy was trying to portray in every song he was releasing back then, you know? And plus he came with the melody. So he had, had these, this, those like advices to be unique, you know, and not follow, just not follow other, you know, other, other, you know, what's working already, you know, because it's, if it's working now, you know, it's not you, you know? And I think those two, like Kanye and Cuddy, influenced me to be like, you know, to really dig for my own sound, you know? Like, like really, like I spent like countless nights trying to like really uh, focus on, you know, the, the sonics. Like, is it, does it sound like me? Yes, yeah, cool. Mm. But like, does it sound like me? Or does it sound like, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, let's do this. You know, there's a plenty of tracks that I, that I, I had that I, I just put to the trash because I felt like it was not me. It was just like me trying to be cool and like sound like somebody else and stuff. And yeah, it's basically that they influenced me in this way to really don't not not be scared of like doing something that has never been done like before. You know, it's not because it hasn't been done that it's trash. You know, it's just I mean, just uh, trust the process, trust what you what you put in out. Yeah, that, man, I think this is a this is like such an awesome story that you just shared. And I think the you've accepted the challenge. You've accepted the challenge that, um, you know, to find maybe your unique sound, whatever that is, because we can be just talking about it. You know, it's just something that's up in the air. But you're spending you're spending time in the studio and and you might spend, like you said, like you spent a couple, a couple of days there and you don't find anything. And uh, as you said, that's just part of the whole thing. It's so it's so interesting that that you are looking at your music and your sound in that way because I think to blend in, like you said, it you know as Cuddy said, like to blend in is not. It's it's. I mean, I think one of the things that made him kind of very very you know um, very different is he just came out with something that sounded like nothing else before, and just kind of yeah. like kind of kind of continued to do that. And yeah, I actually noticed that a bit in your music, like for example, scoring. And yeah. let's take the example of when it rains glitter. They're they're two different mm -hmm. two different genres. And I, I guess you you're spitting rap in one, like it's super like mm -hmm. hard rap in one, and the other one is more of that kind of like melody, more uh, mm -hmm. want to say more relatable thing. And, and yeah. so so is that is that kind of like the you know is that kind of the reason why you started to choose? Because I realized you started off with rap. And then kind of moved mm -hmm. to different types of sounds. So is, is that is that? Mm. Am I getting that right? Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, because like I just love rap, so I know I'm gonna I'm still gonna make rap and still gonna write some bars when I'll be sixty, you know. But it's just like, like true. Like I really love rap. People don't understand how much I love it. But it's just like, it's not because I love it and I started doing this that you know. I'm gonna do this like my entire life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, you know, reach deep different sounds, and all that. And as well, um, um, like the scoring, 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 uh, this the song. It was like a drill, uh, like a UK drill type of songs, and and the purpose 
is to, you know, do kind of do like every genre that I love, you know, and and in those genres, you know, bring, you know, my kind of my footprint, my blueprint, you know, and um, and that's what makes it unique at the end. Like if I try, you know, dip, you know, all type of, of genre, if I if I if I just love it, if I just love the sound and I want to do something on it, you know, I believe that the more I'm going to do this and the more I'll be able to like, you know, open to, to be open to like all types of genre at the same time, you know? Yeah. And like bring and mix like different, different, you know, different genres in the same song and stuff like that. Like, you know, even like the scoring part, you know, he had those like this very drill during the, during the verses. And like when the hooks come, the hook comes in, it's more like an, electronic type of you know you don't even you don't even really know what's going on like mm -hmm. in the flow kind of changes and all that like i really love to have you know um you know songs that are not always just like this you know yeah yeah the same it's kind just, of you know, uh yeah two like a verse and a chorus verse and a chorus yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. and 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 when you talk when you talk about footprint or like what's your what's your style of making songs I think you were asked the question, I think, on an interview that you that you did. And it was like, can you tell me more about your origin? Or kind of like the question was, do you put your do you put your your origin within your song? And your answer was like, that's not that's not what I do. Uh, you're trying to yeah. you're trying to do music that sounds like Mikano. You're not trying to do music that sounds uh what I say, French or Cameroonian yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and you know. I found that I found your response quite interesting because I actually I just want to say that I had a question that said, "Do you put your kind of heritage in your music?" And then I removed this question completely. <laughs> I removed it completely when I saw this. I was like, "Let me let me ask him about his response." You know, it is and and that's why I want to clarify to the audience and say, as what you just said is, when you do your music, you're doing it that it's so it can sound like Mikano not so it doesn't sound like it's um a french it, it's something about yeah france yeah, or something yeah. about cameroon yeah mm -mm -mm. like i mean when you make music i mean i don't know personally for i'm not speaking on behalf of like of other artists but like for me it's like if i'm i mean if i make music it's more i make music for myself first you know and then like if i like it i want to share it to the people you know, and, and it has to be me, you know, it has to be me. Like, otherwise, I don't know, it's, it's, it's going to be weird. Like if I start making music because I want to sound like this guy or, or if I want to make music because I want to represent like my country and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like music is like a universal language, like I'm saying, you know, so I mean, the only way for me to be to sound kind of universal is to have something like pretty unique so i can say that yo like everybody if you want like tomorrow like you can make music you know or this person can make music and this person can make music like you just have to be yourself you know everybody can make music honestly you know if you really think deep like everybody can make music you know and um and no i'm not represent i don't want I don't want to represent like, you know, I mean, you know, I don't need my music 
to represent my country, you know, mm-hmm. you know, or to represent where I'm from and all that. Like, I, besides music, I'm already represented, representing, you know. So music should be like for, uh, I think, a higher purpose, you know, not just based on like one country, but it's like it's for people around the world. Like you, sometimes like you, you, you drop in a song, and you know, there's this person from Russia sends you a message like yo this song is amazing and so you're not going to say that you're representing your country when you're when somebody from like outside from russia that you didn't even know uh relates to your song as well so you kind of represent him as well you know at the moment he related it to your track you know so it should be for the whole the whole world like honestly yeah you know? yeah i i mean i would i i wanted to only challenge this concept uh, slightly is to say yeah. maybe i'm reading it wrong because like I mean, there was a there is a this time last year i was like super into um burner boy i still you know like to listen yeah. to his songs and stuff he uh-huh. i mean like there's you know some like his album especially like um he talks a lot about you know nigeria and 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 the origins yeah. and, and i mean his origins and stuff but i would say mm-hmm. you know this is why i say we challenge it is maybe there's in a way is that for example an artist like him he would talk about mm-hmm. his origin or his culture or his background in a certain yeah. album or oh, a mixtape yeah. it wouldn't be on a uh-huh. on a single so that's why i'm saying maybe you could look at that just from a very focused like it's one project it's a mixtape or it's an album where you can talk about that maybe talk about stories about your life that are specific mm-hmm. to that's only where mm-hmm. i would probably challenge it because you could give a different yeah. type of flair because for example somebody mm-hmm. like burner boy all his songs i mean even the dialect the way he, the words he uses they're yeah. all they're all different i think i would i would like to say that's also what got that appeal because people like afro beats but then add to that yeah. his flair to yeah it, yeah, yeah for sure yeah for sure for sure like especially like you know you know people like you know burner or like whiskey or all those all those those people on the scene because like you know the culture is super you know it's a really strong culture like the Nigerian culture is like super strong you know so i think you know if you go to nigeria and like you just i mean you're trying to you know go somewhere like we we we're, we're going to know <laughs> that you're from nigeria you know the culture is super strong so of course like you're going to represent it i mean like burner boy like represents nigeria even without listening to his music just by the way he, the, by the way he looks by the way he talks like the dialects and everything you know it's like a super song and it's amazing when you know when somebody does it like this way you know especially and burner boy like is different because like i'm a huge fan of burner boy like i love burner boy like, and it's like burner is this guy who kind of like he blew up like like in a huge like tremendous way and he stayed true to you know to like his roots and stuff and he stayed true to his sound and he kind of added like other you know other genres but like in a slight way you know to to his own music you know so you have like now you have songs that are like popping because it's like nigerian you know it's like nigerian melodies mm-hmm. you know nigerian instruments and stuff but you're going to have like this little snare that sounds like you know kind of like a pop you know uh pop song like from the, the states and all that you know and the mix of 
all of this makes it like the way it is now, you know, it's just something like you can't miss, you know, you can't miss like, you know, nowadays you can't, it's impossible for you to not know Vernon Boy, you know, you know, and, and that's, that's a strong thing, but that, that was like a huge challenge, honestly, because if you compare, like, even if you take like Wizkid and, um, you know, Davido, those are people who also like that were, they were like here kind of like before him and, yeah. And they're and they huge as well, but Burner, I think he he had something like, uh, I think he blew up he blew up more because he had something. I just because I think he brought other genres to his own, you know, to his own genre, you know, and that's what made it, you know, explode. Yeah, I think yeah. in a way because yeah. at, at the end it's just like. You know, it's music. So you know, if you stick to one, if you stick to one, one, um, one genre and one, you know, one country, one culture, I, I, I say that you're gonna, you're gonna blow no matter what if the music is good, right? But it's gonna be like a certain limit, you know, a certain limit, like the point where you cannot just, you know, it's gonna be hard for you to, you know, just go a step ahead. And, you know, Burner kind of, I feel like he kind of got that and like he just, he just went and explored other, other things and he just brought it in his music and that's what made it go like super yeah. huge. Yeah, I think, mm. I think as well, he wasn't afraid to like, for example, the song Bank On It, it's very different, like mm. where the way that it starts, it's. It's a lot of like choir in it. It's very, it's very different. I think he was not afraid to, even the song that was talking about the history of Nigeria, I just forgot what it's called now, but the way that it starts, you know, if somebody is wanting like a hook at the beginning, they might just skip the song because there's yeah, somebody yeah. talking about it for like, it's talking for like 30, 30, 40 seconds, you know, it's yeah, very, yeah. it's very different, but you know, it's kind of bold in, in making those, uh, those steps. And uh, I, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to move away from music and a few more questions. Uh, I yeah. want to ask more about, about you before we go to the, the last mm -hmm. stage. But um, have you ever have you ever gotten like backlash from your music? Like that people were resistant to to your craft. But people come and say, you know, don't do this. This is not going to get you anywhere. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah man. Like, like crazy. But, you know, uh, as, as um, I, I used to be like super receptive to this type of you know remarks, but uh, it's I realized that the only backlash I, the backlash I'm getting is oh we're in France, so you should you know rap in French. Mm -hmm. So you know, but they're not saying like they don't like the music or, or this and that. So. Me personally, something that I, I just said, I said before, is that I'm comfortable when I'm writing in English and when I'm singing in English. And in, in French, I didn't, I haven't, I, I you know, I, I never practiced, I never practiced like writing in French and stuff like that. So basically, if I start doing something in French now, it's going to be whack, you know? So I'm not even trying to do it, you know? And the industry here, I mean, it's normal because we're in France, you know, and they kind of privilege like people who are like 
making French music, basically, you know? And also because of the language barrier, like, uh, you know, it's not lots of people who really understand, you know, the, the lyrics and stuff. Even people who listen to my music, some of them don't understand what I'm saying and they just relate to the music, the melodies and, and the flows and stuff. So, you know, at back then it could be something that could, that can, that could have stopped me. But, you know, now that, you know, I, I kind of gained confidence, confidence in my music, uh, it's more like, okay, so if the, it's, if that's the only reason why you should, you think I should stop like making music, then, you know, I'm just keep going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going, you know, because it's just like a matter of like language. Like basically if I lived in, in, in London or, or somewhere else where they speak English, like it's, you know, it, it wouldn't be this type of, uh, those type of comments, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's the only backlash I'm getting because no use, I mean, normally people like my songs, you know? I mean, I haven't, I never had like a bad, uh, bad feedback you know from so okay. yeah. yeah yeah no i think it's it's uh i just i wanted to touch on that point mainly because i wanted to take your experience and and kind of you talk about it because a lot of the young a lot of young musicians or young people either they get resistance from their parents or they're in that they're you know they're in the beginning phase where that backlash comes and then they feel they can't continue yeah it's like, it's that okay, way so that part where you can't mm-hmm. yeah like if you speak, yeah i mean the, the yeah of course the family of course yeah first <laughs> the the family because you know you know it's, uh, it, again like it's normal because those i mean it's my family and they want me to succeed and you know to live in like the the best conditions possible yeah so 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 when I when I when I when I told my father I wanted to make music and just stop <laughs> stop uni and stuff, you know <laughs> that was something you know <laughs> that was something and he didn't agree at all at all like we had like plenty like fussing fussing about that but uh, it was a moment where he kind of he kind of understood that you know I was really serious about that it was not just like a hobby and stuff like I was really you know digging really trying to see how can I you know how can I master my craft you know and how can I how can I you know make money from that and you know I'm not in a, in a position right now where I could say like, like yo I'm, I'm getting like a lot of money for, for listening to the music and stuff by making music but um you know, he sees that I'm really serious about that. And I think that's like the most important part, you know, but at first he didn't see that because it's normal as a parent, you know, to, to just say that, oh no, you're about to do music. It's not, it's not safe. You know, you need to follow this. At least you're going to have this job, job, job. It's like secured, you know, a hundred percent. And, and at the end, uh, it's also a matter of communication. You know, back then I was just sell- telling him that I wanted to pursue this dream of making music, but I didn't have like, I didn't have anything. Like I didn't have like a, a good microphone, uh, a good microphone. I didn't have like a, I didn't even have Logic Pro back then. You know, I just wanted to make music, you know, and like pay, pay studios, you know, a hundred euros per hour and stuff. You know, it was, it didn't make no sense, you know? 
but it's like after a while when I started to understand that like we started communicating more and more and more and more and like one day he just got it and like you know here we are yeah yeah I think it's very important I I wanted to take you know your opinion on it so that young musicians nowadays don't be discouraged from that phase of your of your life no never never because yeah. it's normal like if your parents if your parents at first like or if parents or family or whatever if they're against it it's it's normal it's because they're scared it's not because they don't want to see you succeed you know it's because they scared and like this and it's 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 a fact that you know music is not like safe you know it's yeah, not yeah it's safe. cutthroat yeah you know, yeah yeah you know so it's plenty safer say safer ways to, to to succeed kind of you know and they understand it's a passion and all that but it's just by by love they're gonna they're gonna forbid you to to go there you know of course but you have to explain to them that you know you you're built for that you know it's a communication process exactly exactly and it comes with the hard work i always want to tell people that um Four more questions. Four more questions, and we're done. <laughs> um, oh, no, no worries. No worries. Um, you say in uh, scoring in your song, you say that's why I got my circle tight, and yeah. you're talking about like the people that are around you, um, yeah. which I think is is, you know, it's an amazing thing to have people around you who go and they say, I'll take you as an example. They go and they say, Yeah, Mikano, man, he's onto something. You know, he's he's onto something big. I want to stick with him. Like, like, and that song kind of gave me this idea for that question. Like, these people that are with you, um, how important is it to have such people? Do you fight with them? Um, do you have, you know, discussions? How do they contribute to your vision? And does that circle maybe change if you feel that you've argued with someone? And you say, "Yo, man, I, you know, you can't be, you can't be part of this anymore." Have you, you know, what are you facing? Do you face these challenges? Yeah, uh, I mean, like my circle is really, you know, when I'm saying like dolphins, dolphins is really like the the like that's like the the name of our you know our crew kind of it's like the team like the team of brothers like and and it's really like a a small circle because it's not even ten of us, you know, it's probably like eight and pro I don't you know approximately, but it's yeah those guys. They're the, they're the first ones who kind of pushed me to keep on keep on going. And, you know, every time I got an idea about a song and stuff, you know, I'm just I'm just like, yo, what's up? What you think about this? And like they super reactive, you know, they're helping me out on everything, you know, for free. You know, it's like my brothers for real, you know, it's like those are the same guys who if they don't f with a song, they just gonna be like, okay, man, this is, this is whack. Like you need to try something else and, yeah. and all that, yeah. you know? And, um, and yeah, it, uh, you know, uh, it happen it happens that, you know, sometimes we fight, fight about things, but it's not, it's, it's just like, you know, when you fight with a family member, you know, it's because something pisses you off and like, you just saying it directly because you, you know, you, we need trans, uh, transparency, you know, that's just that, you know, but it's, it's no big arguments, mm -hmm. you know, that make, make us question our friendships and, and stuff, but it had like, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you're close to some people and, uh, and you realize that after a while that they were not 
here for the right reasons and stuff. And but at again, again, it's because they were not meant to be. You guys were not meant to to, to be to be friends, you know, at first. So it's easy after that once you realize that to just cut from from some someone, you know. And we already did that, you know. But it's it's a it's life, man. It's, yeah yeah for sure for sure man I, I mean i i say this because i like to talk about that circle i mean the musicians we've had on the show i've asked them the same thing and i think it's like super important to realize that especially with you know with our team you know there's always alex that's either pushing me to do something or 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 um my other team members they say no don't ask this type of question and then we argue over that and we change so i think like you said it's it's normal but I just find it amazing that, you know, you could be around such people who give you advice for free, who are not afraid to give yeah. you opinions. That is, that is absolutely like, that is so, that is priceless for someone to yeah, come and tell sure. you your music sure. is horrible, you know, come and tell you your music, <laughs> this song, this song, you have to trash it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, yeah. I think, valuable advice. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's the, the I'm super lucky. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm super lucky to have them around, you know, at all times, you know, really like, you know, if I, if, you know, when I, you know, when sometimes, you know, I'm doubting, you know, I'm just like, oh man, I don't know if I'm going to keep on, you know, pushing the way I'm pushing right now, you know, and, and just one phone call away and just like, exactly. you know, I'm boosted after that. Like there's, you know, I'm super lucky. Some people don't have this in, you know, in, in their lives you know, as they're going through all the same stuff. And, you know, I don't know how they, how they can handle this because it's a lot of pressure at times. Indeed. I mean, I would say to those people, you know, if there's someone who's shown affection towards your creation, whether it's music or something else, just hold on to them. Just put them in front of you and say, can I join me on this? Yeah. You know, try to join me on yeah. this one. Um, sure. my, my, my final question on, on music, uh, Mikano yeah. is, and this is like, you take the question how you want. Okay. This is an open question. Um, <laughs> uh, are you, are you, and this is kind of related to the show in a way, are you searching for fame or is your ambitions more about your music being heard? And again, this is, there's no yeah. right or wrong answer. I'm just asking yeah, you something. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, first of all, like I'm, 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 I'm definitely working because I want my music to be heard, like at a, like much larger scale, you know, and and that comes with being famous as well, you know. So, you know, like the more people listen to to your music, the more you you're known and stuff. So I think it goes the same, you know, you know. It's all a matter, I think, of being famous for the right reasons, you know. If like, you know. You know, like, if your purpose is actually to get, like, people listening to your tracks more and more and more and more, then, yeah, I want to be famous, yeah, you know? But, uh, but uh, yeah, only that. Like, I just want to be known for my music, and that's it, you know? Like, my music, my music videos, and, you know, my life performances, and that's about it, you know? My personal life is my personal life, you know? And Indeed. That's all, you know? Indeed, I, I think that's um, one of the reasons we 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 started the show is to kind of have uh, people talk about that and also show that um, 
even famous people they bleed the same they're they're humans they have the same mm -hmm. feelings they have a personal life and it's very tough yeah. to kind of shield that from um from some of the you know the fame that um things come around and i think sometimes we treat you know we treat people unfairly uh, famous people yeah. included uh, yeah. we don't realize that they have also personal lives so I, I thank you for for touching on that um, point um, my second last question and this is away yeah. from music um, yeah. I mean do you have any you know aspirations like to like uh, to start your own business maybe your own label in the future or something that is you know, something yeah. else or what are the things that you do if not music? What are the other things that you do? I, I like uh, photography, like a lot, you know, I like acting. I like all this, like everything that touches art, you know, basically I just, I'm just a fan of this, but like on more, on a more serious, more serious. And like, I want to, like, if I want to start, if I have to start a business, I'm going to start it in, um, in, uh, in Cameroon in my hometown, you know? There's plenty of events I want to, I'd like to do over there, you know, because like they don't have like the same, I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of artists over there, but they don't have the platforms, you know, they just don't have the platforms. And um, sometimes like all you need is like just a little, a little push, you know, a, a, a little community, you know, in order to make things change. And like, you know, uh, it's not, you know, how, how to say that, like, uh, the fact that everybody over there loves music, for instance, and loves make mo loves movies and all that, mm -hmm. and you don't have the struct the infrastructure to 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 actually build something from 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 there, it's uh, it's kind of frustrating, you know. It's super frustrating. So I know that if I'm gonna if I'm don't make if I don't make music, I'm gonna start a business, but like with a business around art. And it's going. It's not going to be. It's not going to be in Europe. It's going to be in my hometown for sure. For awesome, sure. man. Awesome. I think that's a great ambition to be able to put out something to help others and and those voices that nobody's hearing, uh, so they can be heard. I think that's an yeah, awesome, uh, an awesome, yeah. and very very uh, you know kind of humble outlook on stuff. Um, Mikano, the final final question as we reach the end of the uh yeah. of the show uh <laughs> well, we can go for two hours i know <laughs> i know i know buddy we can we can it's been awesome i mean i wanna i wanna we'll make it two we'll make it two questions okay so the, the, the we'll say yeah. i want to say um what why did you why did you accept to be on the show on the show because um uh you know like uh jay keen like he, he just called me he's like yo uh, I had this this show, and uh, are you down? And I, I didn't even look at the, the the show. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I was there. Yeah, let's go, you know. And then uh, I didn't even know, you know, because I trust him. You know, he's like really my brother. You know, so it's like, you want to do this? I'm, I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, let's go, let's do it. You know, and uh, and plus I know that if he does, you know, he's like a super, you know, uh, good-hearted people. So. Uh, I knew that, you know, you guys were going to be like the same, you know, it's going to be the same energy at the end. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I was just all for it. Awesome. I, I think it was yeah. like, I didn't think, you know, I didn't <laughs> think anything else. Like, basically, it's just 
a matter of like maybe uh, two texts is like, you know, like, okay, like you want to do it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to have you, and uh, I think it's been a great uh, talk with you. My my, uh, you know, um, my my final question is: um, Do you have a question for me? Yeah, I have a question. I, you know, I have plenty of questions. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, uh, first of all, like how, uh, when did you start it like this, and like why, like you know, why did you start this? Uh, and is it like also just for artists or people from you know different evolving on in different fields, you know? Yeah. Um, well, we started around wow, it's a bit two two years and a half ago now. My God, uh, yeah. two and a half years ago now. And um, I mean, initially the concept was to you know for people like like. The business you just talked about to get people to talk mm -hmm. to give them a voice it's kind of the same thing and we wanted to say that if you you know even if you have a hundred followers or you're just a no one let's get you on yeah. the show let's talk about your experience that's kind of like the the whole concept and and we wanted really people to understand that don't be don't be scared of the notion of fame don't be afraid to talk about it and there's people that you know when i reach out to them and i say you should come on the show you should talk about your story it's worth sharing they'll say no no what am i going to talk about and and those are the people that i target the most i target those people because oh yeah yeah i feel you I feel they, they come you. and they yeah they just have this this thing within them that they they feel like they're that, not they do yeah. feel like they uh, uh, like they're not worth the listen or stuff or something like this yeah yeah and I, and I, I really, I really hope that you know the message gets out there that you should never be afraid to to share your story. You learn more from others by doing that, but you also learn more about yourself, which is which is the way yeah. way forward. You you become better as a person. And 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 to answer your 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 last question, I mean, it's really not just for musicians. I mean, we've had many different types of people on the show. We've had had entrepreneurs. We've had. Um, a security guard we've had um, you know just regular you know regular people with day jobs um, we've had um, also a, lo a lot of a lot of singers which is you know really close to my heart uh, people talking about mental health and you know working in in clothing uh, working in makeup all that kind of stuff like there's all these different types of people who 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 really um can showcase you know the breadth of of the human like uh, creativity and and the perseverance and i really wanted to just show that it doesn't matter what kind of job you work in what kind of um voice you have what kind of story you have you know you you know this is the platform to kind of break all of that and you know just come on and have a chat and share your story you know because it's worth sharing mm -hmm. okay and um <laughs> and uh and were you and before and before that, um, um, like, did you like that's a that's a question like outside of your outside of your job like, like did you live in uh, uh in Abu Dhabi like since I mean for how long like for how long? I mean, I've been I've been living here all my life, and I mean, Are you I born, you born yeah, there? I was born and raised here in Abu Dhabi. So, so for me, like this is this is my my home and i've i've had the chance to 
kind of meet people abroad because I, I studied abroad, but also meet people here who then showed yeah. me that, you know, they're creating things. Why can't I? And if you, if you saw me yeah. three years ago, or if you saw me two years ago, you know, I'm not the same person. I, I didn't really think that I had the potential to do this. And I, you know, Alex would push me and I pushed myself and my friends would push me such as Jay Keen and everybody else around me, they would push me and say, just keep going. And they give me some criticism yeah. here and there. And it really, like when I look at myself back then, I, I, it's a completely different person. And uh, I really try to share that message with people that this is an absolutely so normal, it's a normal thing to, that happens, you know? And, 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 and like, was it because of, was it because of your, of the, of, of the, of your work that like your confidence kind of changed or, or was it because of like a special events outside of work? Yeah, actually, that's a very good question. I think it's, it's, it's a mix like, with work, I would definitely gain confidence and, and a lot of the people within my work and job have pushed me and, and really kind of um, said, you know, you, you have the potential, uh, you have, you mm -hmm. have the chance to do, do these things and to work on yourself. And it's also me, like, you know, I left um, also Abu Dhabi to study in Spain and that kind of gave me this, a reality check or like a shock where I I was also always fascinated by people who who started companies because I think that's also one of the most hardest things you can do in life is to take that kind of risk um, sure. and, and I was very fascinated by that and then I was with people in class who bought and sold companies and here I am yeah. I had just worked for like less than two years and I'm like what am I doing with my life you know so mm -hmm. it was just such a big reality check so that kind of stuff really affected me but then when I came back to Abu Dhabi that's where a lot of the work influence came like I started gaining more confidence I started uh, believing in myself and and started learning mm -hmm. skills from from myself and and from others as well so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um and was it and and like last question yeah <laughs> uh, like was it was it like um uh was it scary because you know, because you said like you were in the same class of like people, you know, buying and like in uh and and selling companies and stuff. Like, was it like frustrating because you were like, oh, the dynamic is like super, uh, you know, it's too strong for me, you know. So was it because of that? And um, and yeah, was it because of that? Like basically, or was was it because of like? uh maybe that's how you were like before and then yeah start. yeah it's 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 part of it i mean i i was in that phase where uh, i mean i had just started working in i uh, sorry started my studies in spain and i met all these people and i was so intimidated by their abilities and i said to myself i was i was 20 i was 23 and like mm. i'm meeting people who were like 20 and mm. they've bought and sold companies or they're, they're, they're younger than me, or even like even the same age, and they've done so-and-so, and even in class, the way they would speak. Mm. At first, it's intimidating. But then yeah. you realize, you realize that, I mean, I didn't realize it at the time. That was 2013. I didn't realize mm. it at the time. But you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. So I think that's yeah, very, very, you don't have to be the smartest. And it took really? me time. Yeah, it took me time to realize that. And I, I realized that, um, I mean, out of Spain came out my blog 
and from the blog mm-hmm. came the podcast you know it was in a way there was it was it was part of that and and when i actually started the podcast this fear kind of didn't go away because a lot of the fear came from i was afraid maybe you must have had that with your music but i was afraid that what i'm putting out is maybe not as good or people will say oh that's weird what is he doing and i always had that especially in the beginning the first few episodes and if it wasn't for alex yeah. who would push me you know and and kind of tell mm-hmm. me you know just keep going it's good and then when i watched the shows i was like okay this first episode's great second one's mm-hmm. better third one's getting better so then i started yeah, yeah, yeah. to push push and push myself and then i finally internally could say i could finally say internally that wow this is something for me i've always been thinking about it and i never mm-hmm. actually saw it finally in my, in my in my life that i can go to a youtube channel and write the name of the show and then my episodes are there and it was it was it was just you know it just comes with with time it really does it comes with time. time i think the more you like just the more the more you do and like the the less you comparing yourself to to people because course, like yeah. you have the more you yeah. do like the more you have actually you realize like the work you have to do and it takes a lot of space in your mind and so it's less space for you know comparison and and you know indeed and um and that, very well that, said. That, that's basically that's basically that but um yeah that was my last question man awesome man awesome that was my man. last question Mikano, I want to say that this has been an absolute, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And then it's, um, um, I, I hope that in very, very near future, we will be doing a, a live show together, a reunion show, maybe with Jay Keen. Yeah, man. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for this day. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, it's going to be amazing. Um, any last words before I sign us off? Uh... Uh, no, I mean, maybe like, yeah, guys, if you, if you don't know me, my name is Mikano and like, you can, uh, you can, uh, you can like subscribe to my Spotify, Deezer, Apple music and YouTube channel. And, uh, I'll be back soon with uh, new material as well. Awesome. So thank you. Awesome. So guys, that has been the nobody's famous podcast with the one and the only Mikano. Make sure you check him out. That's Shout M- out Exactly. Thank you. Uh, Check him out on M-I-K-A-N-O, Mikano, on uh, YouTube Music. Uh, You can find Spotify, Deezer, all all those good places. And you can also watch the show on SoundCloud, Spotify as well, um, and Rami, all those things. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. This has been the Nobody's Famous Podcast, signing off.